0: Welcome to Karate Kid 2 Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the Karate Kid Part 2, two Nobu minutes at a time. I'm Robin.
1: Do we, though? Do we discuss it? (laughs) I'm Matt. Oh, the chains are off. Oh, gosh. I'm here. It's Mel. (laughs) Oh, you're free.
2: I unchained myself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Escape artist. Like Batman.
2: I also have a shark. (laughs) Which, I have, have, you know, like the... uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Ikea, Robin, but they have these wonderful stuffies. And last Mm -hmm. time I was at Ikea, I bought a shark. So I feel like this is a perfect theme. Uh, His name is Blahage. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, it's a perfect theme because, you know, like the Batman movie uh, had a shark in it. And, you know, Happy Days, they jumped the shark. So I feel like Uh, it's perfect. I'll send you a picture of Blahage later.
0: (laughs) That's great. (laughs) We'll have to make sure to post it in the Facebook group. I will. Um, Yeah. People are tuning in for the first time. Might be going, what? I thought this was a (laughs) Karate Kid podcast. Why are they talking about Batman and Happy Days? Uh, (laughs) Well, today we are talking about minutes 110 to 112 of The Karate Kid Part 2. They begin with the credits for the assistance to John Abelson, who are Daniel Malmuth, Douglas Selig, and Joyce Featheroff, and end with the credit for stuntman Bill Ry... Uh, sorry, Ryusaki. Ryusaki. Um, but, I mean, we're not really actually talking about the credits because uh, just like in our first iteration of Karate Kid Minute, we took these credits to talk about some additional credits that some of these people have. And uh, today is Nobu McCarthy Day. Yay. And Yay. today we're going to be talking about uh, her episode of Batman from uh, 1966, I think, 67. Uh, I'm not sure exactly when the episode aired. And that would be Louie's Lethal Lilac Time. <laughs> <laughs> And we're also talking about uh, the Happy Days. Uh, I think it's season three finale, Arnold's wedding, which stars uh, uh, Pat Morita in here, as well as a guest appearance by, of course, is Noble McCarthy Day. Noble McCarthy is back again for those. So, Yay. so we're talking about those two episodes. So if you're tuning in, you're like, what? Wait, huh? I watched the credits for this minute for this episode. So uh why why are we not talking we're not talking about those? I mean, I think we talked about credited things throughout the movie as much as possible. And um and, and now we're kind of out of out of things to say. So <laughs> so now we talk about these. Um so go off and watch those. Uh they're available in uh various places, but not many places. Um I'm probably gonna try my best to talk as much. Uh, summary of each of these episodes as I can to kind of fill in the people that are not able to watch it and we'll kind of talk about um, you know Nobu's uh, contributions to both (laughs) yeah but uh, guys let's talk about Batman (laughs) yes (laughs) it's
1: been a while since I watched this
0: yeah the, the, the show every once in a while I'll like you know, I'll see some sort of like new release of it and it'll get me in the mood to watch some 1960s Batman again. And it lasts like a couple episodes and then I kind of start watching something else. Really?
1: If you've seen one episode of 60s Batman, you've seen them all.
0: I know,
2: but I still like this show, like just watching this episode, I was like, I want to get the DVD set of this because like, I just missed this show. I used to watch it as a kid and I loved it. And I I feel like it's just, there's just so much delightful, it's just everything's delightful about this. It's so cheesy and so over the top, and I love it.
0: <laughs> you know, I and that's the thing. I love it too. I watched it as a kid. I probably yeah. I've probably seen all these episodes and repeats or whatever, um, because I wasn't alive back when they <laughs> they were airing. No. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Watching them these days, I'm I, I I kind of I do a lot more laughing at than laughing with. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think I think I should be laughing with more. Even back then, uh, it
1: was meant to be a comedy,
0: right? I would hope so. Gosh. Yeah. I mean, it's this show that really uh, is the first thing I, thing I think of. And I think it's the first thing, thing that people had talked about when they mentioned the word camp. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I immediately, if somebody says camp. I'm like, oh, like the 60s Batman.
2: Yeah, but, like, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with laughing at it. Because I'm not laughing at it maliciously. I'm right, laughing exactly. at it because yeah. it's. Because it's, like, it's just delightful. Like, just all the, like, little, like, just the little, like, weird, like, puns that they make. And, like, I know how, like, I know I'm not a pun person, but, like, this is kind oh, of, no. like, like, a fun kind of, you know, I don't know. It's just so campy that it works.
0: It's it's right up my alley, too. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's because uh, we started, we I just we decided to dip back into '60s Batman and about an episode that it isn't an exactly like the greatest example of '60s Batman. Yeah,
1: from the third uh, season, which I think is probably the least well-regarded season. Right. This is uh, I mean, first talking
0: about um, Yvonne Craig, who is the first person we see in the episode "Louis Lethal Lilac Time," <laughs> and I always loved Batgirl. Um, I think this is her seventh episode, right? Uh, so she's the late series edition. I, it, did you guys ever get the idea that maybe she was kind of like the the
1: cousin Oliver? Like something that kind of spruce up the ratings? Yeah, or tried to save the ratings, yeah. Yeah. Probably. She does feel like an afterthought a lot of the time, which is unfortunate.
2: Yeah, it is unfortunate because it, I feel like, sometimes I feel like she could have done more. Mm. Like I, I felt like her Character is like a little. It's not. It's not a, like strong enough. I feel, but yeah. I think they wouldn't allow a woman character to be strong enough anyway back then.
0: She's a woman. She's... A, <laughs> a
2: female. Sorry.
0: <laughs> I wasn't calling you out of that. I was just uh, trying to play a nineteen sixties ad executive. <laughs> no,
2: I know. I, I was. I yeah, was too. Uh, That's why I right. said female.
1: <laughs>
2: female.
1: Female.
2: Female. Um, yeah. There's no female superheroes
0: <laughs> we are in ambergris bay <laughs> in a, okay
2: as soon as they knows. said that i burst out laughing i was like what like the, <laughs> like the whale perfume thing like what and then they came out with the the ambergris like that they found on the beach and i was like what
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, and they're like well, it's called ambergris uh, and it's like, that's so strange that you'd find ambergris. And it's like, I'm like, yeah, the, the bay is literally named Ambergris Bay. Where else would you find it? You know? <laughs> I want to go to
1: gold De Bay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wonder if Bruce Wayne has like these cottages, like all like, like in these, like, you know, like where you can find like riches randomly on the yeah. beach. And that's why he's rich.
0: <laughs> sure. I was, I was very excited when like, uh, Dick and the uh, his his beach buddies came in. I was like, oh, my God, are we going to get, like, a back to the beach kind of thing? You know, and these obviously very – Dick has friends. Dick has friends. Yeah. Uh, did what, you also what? notice that this is a, this is obviously a stage set, like, with a painted backdrop? Yeah. Like, I literally saw – like, on the right, you can actually see where the backdrop ends. They didn't frame it so – I mean, that's the only real filming – uh, criticism I'm going to have for here. I was just like, really? You didn't, you couldn't just like move the camera a little bit. So you don't see the edge of the ocean. That <laughs> <laughs> just kind of ends. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Mel, did I cut you off?
2: No, that's okay. I just, we really enjoyed so how uh,
0: really uh, stylish. Uh, I'm just kidding. Mel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I really enjoyed how they kept referring to uh, Dick Grayson is like um his youth Batman's youthful ward.
1: <laughs> right. He's so young. <laughs> you,
2: he's a youth my youthful ward. Oh
1: <laughs> well, yeah I can see the edge of the, the painting. There. Oh yeah
2: that's hilarious.
1: <laughs> yeah uh uh Bruce
0: has a very stylish uh, neckerchief or scuba gear.
2: Oh no. yeah okay I thought it was like a fire extinguisher. <laughs>
0: Um, the painted styrofoam that, uh, Dick and his friends bring in, uh, is, is called ambergris, And I love it. It's like, they explain it by saying, you mean the stuff given forth by whales from which they make perfume?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love it so it, it, much.
0: Did, do you know what that stuff is, by the way?
2: Yeah, I do. It's like, Gross. It's, it's like stomach. It's like this, like, um, part of like the intestine or the stomach of a whale or something. It's like ex- excreted or it's
0: like an excretion yeah.
2: or something. Yeah. But it, I guess it, it smells really good, so, so it's worth a lot of money.
0: It's created in bile ducts of sperm whales. It's very yeah. rare, actually, yeah. uh, and so yeah, you're you're seeing our heroes uh, hand uh, hardened whale vomit back and forth. <laughs> yes,
2: yes, I love it. I hey. love it so much.
1: The guy, the guy in the very back, is the spitting image of Robbie from Cobra Kai. No way. <laughs> hey, we found our first connection. Oh yeah, he is. <laughs> he does look like him. Wow.
2: Wow.
0: See, folks, you're really going to have to find this episode and, and watch it. Um,
2: that's crazy. He really looks like him. Yeah.
0: So that's when two gangsters show up because uh, they've been trailing Dick and his friends. And did you guys catch what their names are? No. They're named. I think they're, it's later when uh, uh, Louis calls them by name. Uh, one guy's named Saffron. Mm-hmm. And the other one's named Sassafras. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: Can we talk about the styles too?
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I just really enjoy the golf shirt, uh, scarf combo that Adam West is wearing.
0: <laughs> ascot.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like kind of neckerchief ascot. I don't know what that is.
2: I don't know. It's just very random, and it looks like Dick is wearing pajamas. <laughs> I know it's a beach outfit,
0: but he's wearing pajamas. Yeah. yeah. I gotta say about the neckerchief. We're gonna keep bringing it up. The neck. What, who would wear that and why? I just like it. Doesn't seem like it's something to keep your neck warm. Is it's, it, it's got to be just basically uh, for style, right? Like, I think you, it's there's just no other reason to wear that.
2: It's purely style. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hmm.
2: But yeah, I love I love the colors in Batman. Yeah. The sixties Batman, like they just like, like it's just pops. so Everything pops yeah. and it's great. Like I love it. Like I, even though it the sets pops. are cheap, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's great yeah
0: they got some loud paint yeah and uh everything's everything pops and everything's labeled
2: <laughs> yes <laughs> if, if you're you're not kidding about that everything <laughs> is labeled
0: <laughs> uh all right so sassafras and saffron are under orders from their boss louis uh played by uh, milton burl um to uh not only get the sassafras get the sassafras the ambergris. Uh, but to take uh, Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson hostage. Well, you know, no big deal about Barbara Gordon. We'll just leave her here.
1: <laughs> yeah. Does, uh, <laughs> we don't want her. Or the other kids. Um, yeah, right. Does, <laughs> does this uh, villain appear more than once? Is this his first appearance?
0: I actually think it's his second appearance, but it, oh. it, I, I felt like, oh, I should watch the first one, but I never did, but they never actually called back to it. Uh, Bruce, Probably only met him as Batman. I'm assuming mm. in the first one because he doesn't go. They don't like talk to each other like they know each other. So so I didn't
2: realize when I was watching it that that was Barbara Gordon hanging out with Bruce Wayne. Mm. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. Why
2: was she hanging out with him? They're not an item. Mm.
0: Well, they're all buddies. They're, they're all, all buddies, friends, but think. they they're... don't
2: know that she's Batgirl, though. Yeah, which That's is completely one of crazy. the
0: craziest things. Yeah, I. Uh, it, it also is weird because Alfred knows she's Batgirl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. isn't? But yet she doesn't know they're Batman and Robin. And I don't think Batman and Robin know that she's Batgirl either. So, so Alfred is keeping this secret from the both of them? I guess. <laughs> like
2: both groups?
0: Like For it's... what reason? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know.
1: I don't know.
2: Alfred, what's your end game?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was asking about Louis earlier because it mm-hmm. seems like it's like... He seems like he's new to this villain thing. He like seems like he doesn't know what he's doing. He's not comfortable <laughs> being a a Batman villain. He's just he seems like he's some guy named louis the or Louis lilac, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Well, my name has a theme and alliteration, and I live in this universe, so I guess I should become a super villain."
2: <laughs> but I thought I thought that, like, when I was watching it, I thought it looked like Milton Berle was having a good time playing a villain, though.
1: Yeah. Like, really? he just
2: seemed to be enjoying it.
0: <laughs> I've read some reviews that accuse Milton Berle of just phoning it in. Like, he's doing really? a lot of sitting around and, and just barking at people. And then, you know, there's not much to make of it. So.
2: See, I thought Adam West and Burt Ward were kind of phoning it in this episode.
0: <laughs> well, this but... is their episode off, right? They're just like, you know... Adam, yeah. Bert, just go take a seat, pretend you're chained up, and, uh, you know, action will happen around you. Yes. a <laughs> couple lines here and there.
2: Maybe this was just kind of like one of those throwaway episodes where they're just like, eh. <laughs> they were probably tired of this show by this point, though.
1: <laughs> I'm assuming. I can imagine. But, yeah, Louis doesn't know anything about uh, perfume or anything. He needs an expert to, to make it for him. And yeah. He just seems confused and out of his element the whole time.
0: <laughs> uh... Um, so yeah, uh, we get the Batman theme. I, I just wanted to write, I just, I just wanted to note that like, you know, that's just, that's just my childhood. Like, I don't know how many times I ran around singing that song. So, <laughs> so good. And and I always was delighted at seeing like the, uh, Batman and Robin in animated form, you know, in those, mm. in those credits, you know, like, Oh, it's just like the comics, you know? Mm. Have,
1: have you seen the Batman 66 animated movie from a few years ago? Uh no I haven't actually. Oh it was like yeah set within this universe uh, and it had Adam West and Bert Ward and others from the cast. Nice. I think it was one of one of Adam West's last performances. Yeah I believe I wanted to check it out because
0: I know the second one had Two Face and he was voiced by William Shatner. <laughs> ah cool. Like I gotta check that out sometime. I just lost touch of it. I don't know.
1: There's a there's a clip in the trailer where batman and robin are tied to like a gigantic microwave oven dinner dinner yeah and they're <laughs> like, like a swanson uh, plate yeah and they're like
2: slowly being like uh conveyor belted into like uh an oven yeah or something yeah. i don't know
1: like and, he's, and he's i think he tells the penguin you're going to rue this day and then the penguin's like the only rue here is you <laughs> 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 or something like that because he's gone right. UV uv <laughs> <laughs>
0: So we're, we got to get to where, who, who we're here for, because we go to the perfume factory now and we meet Lotus, uh, yes. played by Nobu McCarthy, who seems to be like Louis' mm-hmm. partner in crime. Although, I don't know. I, I kind of think she should be running this place because she, like you said, she knows more about these perfumes than Louis does. Like, was Louis ever what, into. What does, he,
1: what does he bring to this this criminal empire besides his name? Yeah. Was he just a guy with a trick
0: uh, flower on his lapel? And that was why he had the name? Because I just assumed that he was into this
1: uh, perfume game. But that's what I mean. That's what I assume. His last name is Lilac. And he he sounds like a supervillain and he lives within this universe. So he has he's like he felt like he had to do it. Is it Louis <laughs> Lilac or Louis the Lilac? Because I thought it was Louis well, the he, Lilac. Well yeah, it's it now it is. But maybe his name was <laughs> now
2: that he's a villain. It yeah, is.
1: now <laughs> his, maybe he was just Louis Lilac and now he's like, I I gotta be super super villain. Louis Boy, the lilac, that's good enough.
0: I should have done more research on, on Louis well, Lilac or, the or Louis <laughs> the Lilac, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they, 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 their their evil plan is to corner the lilac perfume market in Gotham City and the lilac soap market and the lilac cosmetic market. I'm like, is that really a big... <laughs> a big I love like, it. Lilac specifically.
2: <laughs> I love how specific it is. And I I love that they're just like, we just want to start a business, but like evil,
0: <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, do it the most it.
2: evil way possible.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, we know how to do this stuff, but honestly, it's easier just to uh, uh, s- steal a bunch of animals and have the obvious expert, Bruce Wayne, <laughs> to uh, extract the, sen- the scent pouches and
1: follicles from them. Famous expert on animals. <laughs> <Bruce> <laughs> yeah, I, don't know.
2: yeah so, I had no idea that he was an, a- an animal expert. I was like, what? Since
0: when? <laughs> I, since the script writers made it up, I'm assuming. Uh, <laughs> Um, so we go back to Commissioner Gordon's office and I got to say oh. the way Jim Gordon holds his daughter, oh. <laughs> ah. it's just a little too close. Like, I can understand kind of like your armor, but he's got his hand snaking around her waist, which yeah. makes me her, shiver.
1: He's holding her right up against his body. Yeah. <laughs>
2: It's so. Yeah. I felt so bad for her.
1: And he does it later when she's dressed as Batgirl. That's and he right. know it's his daughter. He does the same thing. You can see his his creepy little hand underneath her cape, mm-hmm. grasping her waist.
2: His fingers are like just like going like like they're just like like a spider just kind of going around the waist. Yeah. I was like, Ew!
1: and he just like, <laughs> he's like a magnet to her in that Batgirl scene too. He's like, oh, yeah. hi, Batgirl. <laughs> and he's like, just immediately on her.
2: It's nasty. Like, I just feel <laughs> so bad for the actress.
1: I know. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm assuming
0: that's a choice by the actor. And yeah. uh, I, I mean, honestly, I, yeah. I look back at Batman in my youth and I would never, ever Think of Commissioner Gordon as like skeevy. I thought he was just an angelic old man.
2: Yeah, I never thought about it, but now I'm seeing it and I'm like, ew. Like with Adeline.
1: When I saw it, I I was like, I think I remember him doing that often to her. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) That's not okay. It's the third season and they've
0: decided that it's time to have have flashbacks in the episode that have nothing to do with the rest of the plot. It's (laughs) just. I don't know they de- they decided to kind of run on, run run on the track for a few minutes to, to fill out some time because we just get flashbacks they're like we want we're going to take this moment to study some of Batman's crime fighting techniques who was and, shooting uh, this <laughs> yeah i know exactly i uh, in my research i found that like uh, one you know fan of this show wrote that like they literally could have used like all these other episodes where Batman was being filmed uh yeah. <laughs> in universe. But instead, they picked all these episodes where uh, he, he couldn't there couldn't have possibly been anybody filming him.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> just just uh, just some uh, some uh, camera person from the news who, like, could help Batman out of these jams, but chose not
0: to. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so for the people who ha- haven't actually watched the episode, uh, here's what we get to see. We get to see Batman using his cape to steer a cattle drive away from running over Robin. <laughs> <laughs> we see Robin getting eaten by a giant clam, which I'm just yes. like. What crime-fighting technique was there to see in that that piece of footage? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it
1: just cuts after he's eaten. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, man, we're Robin. Giant clam. <laughs> you just
0: Had swear. no idea that Dick Grayson was Robin. You'd probably be like, "Oh man, uh, that's too bad." Batman's uh, partner got killed that way. Uh, we see Mister Freeze freezing them in I don't know, like a giant freeze slushy or something. I don't know. <laughs> And uh, we see the Bat- Batmobile just driving through some explosions. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I have no idea what they learned. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a good good time for me to mention that anytime anybody asks me, though, as much as I give the 1960s Batman uh, grief, uh, you know, lovingly, I have to say that that Batmobile is my favorite one. I don't it's, care it's about great. any of these other
1: mm, uh, Burton ba- Batmobile is the best one yeah but that's
0: that's like a you know they they have all these bat tanks now and and those cars. are stupid yeah i don't know but I, I i even think the burton batmobile one is just like that it's, no, it's, it's a, a sleek lot. it's
1: a sleek car it's got bat wings it looks you know it's good it's it's I stealth like, i
0: like uh i like the idea of this this car it seems like a regular car
1: <laughs> That's that, dumb. Turn, <laughs> i like the regular
2: ca- i like the regular car i like that it self-drives <laughs> <laughs> at the exact right time it just knows when to show up
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yep uh alfred's dealing with the paparazzi he's dealing with calls from the governor and he's dealing with barbara who he has to hide the red phone from and he has to, i i he, he blames the dust cloth moving because of ghosts or something. And she's
1: yeah. just like, she just goes right for it. She's like, okay, I heard sure. Beeping. Oh, it was the ghosts.
2: You know, I don't like how she plays dumb.
1: <laughs> Everyone plays dumb when they're supposed to. Because
2: I know, I know she, she should be smarter than that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Is she
0: playing or is like Barbara Corden literally like, oh, I will just take Alfred's word for it. That, that dust cloth that's beeping which is the bat phone people um yeah uh is 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 a ghost <laughs> yeah
2: but i love how she says oh i thought i heard beeping and it's still beeping <laughs> yeah and i'm like
1: yeah you're really stupid like she oh, doesn't she doesn't say beeping she says bleeping, oh, I think. bleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, also her go- ridiculous bra <laughs> <laughs> oh i didn't i didn't i you didn't, know, didn't you notice look. her missile, her missile
0: chest. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yes, but I didn't realize. I didn't. I, I don't know. I, I, you know I one of the old
1: timey. Every Every woman in the show wears those old timey cone bras. Yeah, bullet bras. True. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's days, if that's actually
1: no. <laughs> contemporary for that time, or if it's a little bit outdated. Know. Then I don't know.
0: Um. Then we go to Barbara's apartment, where she has to deal with a maintenance man. <laughs> Oh, and, this,
2: okay, so yet another pervert
0: Yeah, <laughs> Obvious pervert This is yet another scene Where it's just like, why did they put this in here? Because yeah. <laughs> like, they're Filling out the time I don't know, Louie kidnaps uh, Bruce and Dick And uh, yada 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 <laughs> This guy's just a creep, though. He's
1: like, "Eh, eh, eh, eh." he's like hard breathing (laughs) in between lines. And he's like, I've certainly never been in here spying on you before. Eh, eh, eh,
0: eh." (laughs) (laughs) And we see that she's got some buttons, the secret Batgirl instant transformer (laughs) button and the secret Batgirl untransformer. I don't know.
1: (laughs) So I don't understand this room. Like you (laughs) can literally walk through the door to get there. Uh, But if you press the button, it changes the room. But still don't have to use the secret door like if you just leave that button unpressed i assume you can walk through the door and see all the batgirl stuff i don't i i don't understand why it's called an instant transformer because
0: it doesn't instantly transform her the, the wall just revolves and it's just a
1: costume and a coat rack no yeah no the instant transformer was transforming the room it
2: was hiding oh, the batgirl okay. costume hanging on the wall
1: yeah so
0: it's just Batgirl as a trademark rather than saying the Batgirl is being – she's being instantly transformed into Batgirl. No,
1: it, it instantly transforms her secret room into not a Batgirl room, just a regular <laughs> secret room.
0: <laughs> you know, I, I must have been taking notes and I didn't realize how creepy this guy was because I thought it was a little extreme where she's like, yes, yeah, so I keep several guns in this place.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no. I will shoot a hunchback if I have to. <laughs>
2: I, I loved her in that moment. I was like, yes. <laughs> she knows how to take care of herself.
1: Yeah. She, she yeah. Knows
2: she's surrounded that's by a, perverts. That's a
1: policeman's daughter for you. <laughs>
2: she's surrounded by perverts. She's gonna do something.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and we see her quote unquote
0: secret exit from the building, which is a very clearly outlined section of the wall. <laughs>
1: How'd she do that? that? She get the money and how'd she engineer it? And nobody noticed and it. And <laughs>
0: again, this is a maintenance, a maintenance man for her building. So she had to have built all
1: this, but she yet had... she's renting. <laughs> she lives in a city. Like it's not that it's not like a out of the way bat cave. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Uh, gotta love the bat motorcycle though. I love, I love her whole outfit, her whole motorcycle. I thought,
1: that, I think that's, uh, that uh, is one of my favorite Batgirl girl outfits. I don't know if they ever used it in the comics. I just like the sparkles. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know that about you. Matt. <laughs> but the color uh, scheme is good too. I like the purple and yellow. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. it fits well with this episode anyway, yeah. like the lilac theme. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Meanwhile, the Batmobile is being driven by remote bat control or something. Just zeroed in on the Bruce's watch transistor to. Um, to zero in on Bruce and Dick. But also it's raining. And I was like, is there no ret- retractable top for this car? I think that's the only thing that's you know, a flaw in this Batmobile design is that it doesn't seem to have it's
1: made for California for sure.
0: <laughs> that's
1: it. We haven't talked much about Nobu McCarthy's character. Like I don't know if there is much to say. She's just like an expert in uh animal making, glands. Yeah, making <laughs> perfume.
0: Um yeah.
2: She oh, just I, seems I, to relish using body parts to make
1: perfume. Animal body parts. Yeah. Like a,
2: animal, like human animal. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. She just right. wants yeah, to I,
0: kill things to make I don't perfume. I where the scent pouches are, but it seems very painful, whatever she's planning on doing with these animals.
2: I think she, she's the real villain yeah, in this
0: episode. She's definitely the real supervillain here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. I, You know, I, th- I think they just kind of were like, well, Louis is obviously going to be the heavy here and she's going to be, you know, his dame or whatever. But yeah, they, they don't act it, like they're in a relationship, though. Right, right. So she's got nothing to work with. She doesn't she's not and she doesn't have any sort of like crisis of conscience at all. There's nothing. She just kind of she's the expert he goes to. Mm-hmm. I mean, gosh, if she could like she seems OK to like boil Batgirl alive. Yeah, she wanted
1: to. She's sadistic about it. She's like, oh, I was hoping (laughs) we would do that.
0: Also, did you notice, I mean, kind of skipping through this, but at the end, she just disappears. Yeah. (laughs) As as all good supervillains do.
2: (laughs) She might reappear later. You never know.
0: (laughs) Like, through the whole fight, I was waiting to see Nobu McCarthy getting into this brawl with Batman and Robin. yet. (laughs) Like she just you see her in the background just kind of standing back there ready to to pour the oil. And he's
2: <laughs> So why? I, I'm confused now because we were talking about how he's just setting up his perfume business. <laughs> but there's a giant sign outside the factory as if it's been established for years that this is
0: Louis the Lilac's
1: perfume, perfume factory. factory. But Does he knows it say nothing Louis the about Lilac perfume
2: on it? making.
0: Did it say Louis the Lilac on it? I thought it was more. Yeah, it did. It park.
2: does. We have it paused. Like it says, Louis the Lilac Perfume Factory, and it's a big purple sign. There's purple trim on the building. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, oh, I don't know. It's he does deep say deep. it's lilac time. So, <laughs> um, so he's got a catchphrase. I don't know what well, lilac time is. He has to. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. The the police show up. Batgirl shows up. The Batmobile just pulls in. <laughs> And they're like, oh, they they must be in there already. Um, did you, and uh, so Batgirl, poor Batgirl, she sneaks in, she laughs at them and immediately gets knocked out. (laughs) I
2: know. It was so disappointing.
0: (laughs) And and, like, it's, that's such like a 1940s, 1950s superhero kind of thing. Ha ha ha, you can't stop me. And then immediately knocked out. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Not a good look, Batgirl. Um. So, yeah, Bruce is like, fine, I will mutilate the animals if you let Bad Girl Freak. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> and, you know, there might be some, you know, animal rights groups out there that I'd be very upset with Bruce Wayne for making this decision.
1: Um, eh, he would have got out of it somehow.
2: Yeah. <laughs> It's always the expectation that when Batman agrees to evil deeds, he always gets away with it. Like yeah, he he's always... gonna welch on
1: that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to mention when the the police are all outside and they they like call in like we got you surrounded basically kind of thing, and then Louis like his response is to be like, "All right, now you're on lilac time," and I'm like, "What? Right. <laughs> what is that? Should we be scared? What does that mean?" No, that's what he says. It's lilac time.
0: Just missed that. Oh, I stepped away for a minute
2: and then missed that you said that wrong. I had
0: to. How dare you! (laughs) Wow. Sorry. Always tell me when you leave, or else. It's funny. It's probably because you were worried that Bruce Wayne might use one of these two glasses of warm water and put your fingers in it. Because I was like, "What? Why does he need two glasses of warm?" I will mutilate the animals. I just need two glasses of warm water, and I need you to fall asleep, Louis, because uh, I'm going to get (laughs) you.
2: I don't know how like how they bought that too. Like they were like, "Oh, that's all you need, really? Okay." (laughs) Like
1: what? Well, we've established he's an idiot. (laughs) <laughs> but I mean
2: well, I feel like everybody on this show is nope, an idiot except Nobu for... McCarthy
1: should have known that yeah. he was, you know, playing some sort of, some sort of trick. Or was she listening at the she time? She was when not they said that? she was not involved
2: uh, in that conversation. Yeah.
1: No. She was just still like getting very excited to boil Batgirl Alive. <laughs> yeah. It was so disappointing, uh, Batgirl's performance when she's like, I ducked under two two punches <laughs> oh I'm yeah also robin
2: mentioned that yeah. while you were gone sorry
0: <laughs> so <laughs> listeners if you feel like you went back in time it's it's just matt he's
1: he's very far behind been,
2: uh, matt was you've
1: just, been sniffing too many lilacs just
2: like Nova <laughs> wasn't involved in the conversation of surgical removal of glands mm-hmm. matt was not involved in the previous conversation
0: <laughs> i thought he was kind of quiet about that he's like Kind of rooting for, <laughs> kind of rooting for Lotus. I don't got anything bad about that. That doesn't sound bad at all.
2: I mean, they um, have great style. How could you not root for them?
0: <laughs> how delighted I was when I discovered that the two glasses of warm water were obviously for
1: instant unfoldable bat costumes, complete with utility belts. <laughs>
2: uh, so good. I just
1: think Batman and Robin should have been soaked when they came when they came back into the room. <laughs>
2: yeah, they should have been. <laughs> uh,
1: so we get an awesome bat fight,
0: and uh, it, I love the bat girl just somehow gets out, and yeah. uh, then she explains later. She's like, "I had a a, a Batgirl vat opener." It's
1: just ridiculous. That's that's worse than the Bat Shark repellent. Like, no, uh, that's what makes it
2: great. I, uh, as I'm hugging the shark more tightly.
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, like, for, shark. for having something like in a certain situation, like that's worse than the shark, like.
2: No. It, Being inside of no, that. It's, it's great. <laughs> it's so, like, overly convenient. I love it. <laughs> but, I mean,
1: how many things must they have in their belt if they have such specific but I think tools? But
2: I think it really appeals <laughs> to, like, the childhood imagination where you're, like, you know, you're you just like creatively come up with these, these ways of getting out <laughs> yeah, of a situation. Yeah. You know, like when kids play pretend that they'll always find a way to get out of a I situation. I trapped you in a vat. No, you didn't. I used my bad vat escape thing. It's perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly how kids think. And I think that's great. Yeah.
1: So we
0: do the last time we see Lotus, uh, Nobu McCarthy is while she's standing in the background during the fight. And then the police come in and we see her standing in the background again. But that's it. Like we don't see her being arrested. We don't see her being pulled out. We don't hear any mention of of this Lotus character at all. So yeah, there, I'm just assuming she was a ghost. Yeah, it's like I'm getting out of here. I'm finding another person that knows actually knows about perfumes that <laughs> I, that I can help with their evil plans. So yeah, sounds like Lotus
1: needs to work for uh, Poison Ivy, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, I think so who's not Who did in she this team up? She's not in this series, is she? I don't think so. She may not have been created yet. Um, uh, yeah, it's just really weird when uh, the cops are like, "We'll help you bust down the door," and then they all stay behind while Batman and Robin go in alone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, and Gordon's kind of like, "You know, we'll let them do their thing, and
1: we'll <laughs> come in if they need any help." No use risking, uh, or yeah, no use risking good men.
2: The cops are useless.
1: <laughs> um, so um,
0: yeah, the. That's pretty much it, except we get this epilogue uh, setting up the next episode. Yes. Where uh,
1: Radical feminists. <laughs>
0: yeah. The dauntless champion of women's rights, Miss Nora Clavicle, tells the audience that he's soon go- uh, Commissioner Gordon is going to be soon ex-Police Commissioner Gordon. And she holds up a banner that says Clavicle.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I I'm love like, it. Oh. I love this. I just want to know, is she planning on being commissioner clavicle.
0: <laughs> Maybe. I would assume that is their evil plan. Like a, a, a woman being a commissioner.
2: I love her. <laughs>
0: would, would, She's would, dressed like Marge- Margaret Thatcher. <laughs>
2: I just can't wait to watch this episode.
0: <laughs> no, it just made me want to go right on to the next one. See, Robin? That See? sounds hilarious.
2: <laughs> See, you want to keep watching. I was also I kind of to... frightened.
0: I was just like, are they? I don't understand. They didn't say anything that's evil about her. Except that it's going to be ex-Commissioner Gordon. Sure.
1: She's for women's rights. That's pretty neat. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Shall we get
0: on to Happy Days?
2: Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, This is an episode called Arnold's Wedding. Uh, Another song from my youth is this theme song. I don't know if you guys watched Happy Days ever. Nope. (laughs) This ran from nineteen
1: seventy four, to nineteen eighty
0: four, and um, I guarantee I watched uh, a lot of these as a kid because <laughs> uh, <laughs> my parents probably had them because you know it's pretty pretty safe entertainment for uh, uh, families. This this show, yeah,
1: and it was
0: it was actually pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It
2: was, yeah, yeah, I laughed a few times.
0: Yep. <laughs> this episode aired in nineteen seventy six, and as uh, Tom Bosley. Uh, who is just like to me is you know back then it's kind of you know America's Dad, uh, Mr. Cunningham. He says, "Happy days is filmed before a live audience." <laughs> <laughs> like my first thought was like, was this like a novel thing back then? Like, oh, we're putting audience I feel there. like just every
2: like... every show had that though back then. They always had that kind of little disclaimer.
0: Yeah, I I think I think th- maybe the the word had gotten out about oh. The, well, you know, that laughter you hear is actually people just, you know, adding it, you know, post-production. It's canned laughter. So mm. maybe they, they were trying to set a precedent like, oh, no, no, no. These are actually re- people really laughing at our show as it's being filmed.
2: Yeah. So, but they're also being cued to laugh. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> There's a big applause sign. Yeah, there's a big or, applause right. sign
2: or a big laugh sign yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So it's it's and, real and it's not.
0: Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, this is also, you know the, the laughter it's, it's okay. I, you know, I can't deal with it in new shows. Uh, I can still, I don't know. It just seems to be part of my memory of these old shows, but the way the laughter kind of runs the timing of comedy, it really kind of bothers me, especially when, uh, you see it in uh, with the fons, you know, the fons comes in. It's just like, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's like, I don't want to be thinking about how much the people in the audience, like react to the fons for showing up on the stage. You know, I Mm. I just want to, I want to have that reaction to something in, in the writing or whatever, you know, or the performance.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt that way about some of the more recent shows. I it's funny because we never thought about it when it was huge. Like, right. in the 90s, like, like laughter on shows was normal, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it
1: didn't – it wasn't. And then Malcolm in the Middle came out, and mm-hmm. then we were like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it, it is. is
2: weird to have laughter.
1: <laughs> it works without the canned laughter. Yeah,
0: but it's
2: funny <laughs> then, because, like, later yeah. on, I, I we started – I don't know if you've ever seen the IT crowd.
0: Yeah, I have.
2: Yeah, I found – I. I started, we watched like two episodes. And I was like, I can't do it. Like the canned laughter and people kept telling me, no, keep watching it. It's really funny. And I was like, okay. And then it, I was like, yeah, this is a great show. I still wish they didn't have canned laughter in it. Like it would have right. been fine without it.
0: Yeah. It's funny. I got to a certain point where I'm like, Well, wow, I can't really deal with that anymore. And it, yeah. it, 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 it takes me out of it every time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, and it's very like bonk, bonk on the head. Like you're supposed to feel this way, just like you know. Sometimes, like overbearing music, you know, yeah. can be. My latest pet peeve is like watching, uh, prime time television with my 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 wife, and uh, like there'd just be like like you could just wait for it, like any second this emotional moment's going to start, and then a song's going to start, like a some sort of you know lame pop hit is you know not really a hit, but you know whatever they got royalty free or
2: whatever. Like a, <laughs> a lame playing. pop cover usually. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs>
0: stop already but
2: it's just like the trailers the trailers also do that they have their certain beats yeah. that they hit and they also have like a cover of a song
1: oh, it's during every down. single
2: trailer and it's okay. just like oh. i i used to love watching trailers but now yeah. no like i hate it because it's always the same and there's always that <laughs> sound <laughs> no i can't do it
0: just evolving as audience people are not, you know, not evolving as in like, we're better than before. I just like, we just, we don't want to do, we don't want any of that stuff anymore. I don't know. We want something different, I guess.
1: Yeah, <laughs> or we yeah. just,
0: I don't know. You see the uh, much like the the backdrop in uh, the Bruce Wayne beach house. You kind of see the lines there. You're like, yeah, I don't want to see that. I, I want to just enjoy the thing. I don't mm-hmm. want to see this as something being, you know, making me feel a certain way. Anyway, Huge divergence. Arnold's wedding, <laughs> right? So um, we meet. Uh, so th- of course, this has reoccurring character Arnold, played by uh, Pat Morita, and he comes out uh, in, in Arnold's Diner uh, catching a football that Ralph and Potsy are throwing back and forth. And his first line, <laughs> I just like cringed immediately. says, "What's this?" This not my food. I was like, why did he expect someone to throw food at him is my question. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know the, you know, we, we kind of talked a bit about the, the accent, uh, the accent these guys have to uh, have, you know, put on, um, and probably are asked to to put on, you know, to be more funny or something or more. And, uh, yeah, I just kind of, uh, I feel bad. <laughs> yeah. Speaking he of, kind of goes accents, getting
1: out of yeah. it though. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of accents, the fawns. Uh there was one point where he said I think that or those must or that must have been some hot letters. I thought he said that must have been some hot lettuce.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I that too, he goes fun. he goes, Hey, must be some hot lettuce.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh but you know, I've I've really thought um, over, I mean, it, it, I was, I cringed at that first introduction because he's saying, you know, this instead of this, right. you know.
1: Um, and but I'm I mean, that accent or is that? Marita kind of leaned, or that yeah, sorry. Pat Morita kind of leaned into that whole uh, stereotype stuff, and for sure, you know, he, he was okay with it. <laughs> but well, maybe he wasn't okay with it, but publicly, he, he kind of embraced embraced doing it, and uh, yeah, not I quite. mean, he was. I, there's another thing here and like in a moment, like it shows the um, the uh, pinball machine. And it. yes, it says the name of the pinball machine is nip it. Nip it. And like, I guess I, nobody uses it anymore. But that nip is apparently a Asian American or Asian mm. derogatory name, I guess. Right. I mean, we
0: we brought it up way back when we were first start, starting to talk about Pat Morita that he used to be called. We didn't want to say it out loud, but since you already, we just say yeah. Maybe I should. <laughs> he called himself the hip nip, and yeah, they, yeah, again, that's not a word that people should be using. And he called himself that, and I did wonder if that was like a, a, a you know, a throwback to his his comedian personality. You know,
1: it, it's got to be.
0: It's I did look hip. up nip because it, it shows like fishing people fishing, and nip is actually a, a fish bait. Uh, so <laughs> it's a type of fish bait. So, oh. but I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> um, cause yeah, that, that pinball machine seemed a little, uh, seemed like it was trying to make that joke. Like, yeah. you know, like Pat Morita. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, Arnold announces the diner's going to be closed next week. Cause he's getting married. He says drinks on the house and I love his small sodas, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the bride's going to be a Japanese girl from Japan. supposed <laughs> to. And her name is uh, Momo Okumoto. <laughs> which, which I was like, oh my God. <laughs> There's a conspiracy theory that can be made up right there. What do you mean? Well, Yuji Okumoto. Mm-hmm. Okumoto. Oh, yeah. Which I stumble right. over always. <laughs> uh, and of course, that's the actor's real name. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, yeah. Uh, Momo is not a common Japanese name that I know of. I've already, I've encountered one other character named Momo in my life. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But I I'm pretty sure yeah, it is a name. Um
0: Yeah, and we get this like, I thought you were I thought you were Chinese, Arnold. And Arnold's like, Oh, no, I'm Chinese. You know, my you know, Chinese on one side, Japanese on the other side. I think it was like a quickly like, let's tie this up right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: What's his last name? Do we know? Uh, Arnold. Uh, it's like Takahashi, I think. Why would they think he's Chinese then?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. He must have said it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Arnold said, says, I guess Fonzie must have been like a business partner of some source. He does mention that, like, because it's the Fonz, the Fonzos hangs out there. So it brings the business in. So therefore, now it's making him a ton of money. He could afford to send for Momo. That means that. Fonzie should be his best man, and of course Fonzie gets very uh, Freaked about this Because he believes in the Fonzie Rally curse Which causes disasters at weddings <laughs> um, Did you like his song, by the way? Arnold's song as he exited the, the scene?
1: Yeah
0: <laughs> Here comes the bride, here comes the groom After the wedding, we sharing a room
1: <laughs> Cute, I suppose
0: That's So lame <laughs>
1: How old is Fonz supposed to be? He's already been best man twice. Uh yeah, I don't know. I
0: I I, I assumed he's in his 20s. But
2: I don't know how everybody likes the Fonz so much cuz he really annoyed me.
1: <laughs> this episode, really? it, yeah, I don't like I only know the stereotypical Fonz, and this Fonz was like a stick in the mud. <laughs> yeah,
2: he really was. Like I was like you're ruining everything. Like go away. <laughs>
1: stop. Stop like brooding.
2: Yeah. He was just, Oh, uh, I don't know. I was just not He's just sitting there the... trying
0: to read his magazine. He, he did not want to be involved in any of this stuff, but then, mm-hmm. you know, um, so at the Cunningham house, I, it's funny. This show is just the Cunningham house or Arnold's. That's all the show goes to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Howard Cunningham doesn't like the tiny table. And then he, and then he, yeah, I, I love, uh, the Cunninghams back and forth banter, um, because, uh, you know, he's like, well, the Japanese take baths together. doesn't mean we have to like all the Japanese, of course, obviously Howard. Um, but then, um, you know, Mrs. C is like, we used to, and and then Howard's like, I used to be slimmer then. So it's like, I don't know. It seems like it to be a joke taking offense at Japanese people then become self-deprecating. So
1: it's a little better.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I didn't find there's too much bad stuff in this in this show. Like they generally treated Arnold with you know respect, and like all the characters love him and treat him like an equal and don't right. like demean him for not.
2: I, I think that it was like like you know some of the wording was like of the time, obviously.
1: Yeah, but oh, yeah. i mean Oriental. Oriental, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like but. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: But otherwise, like yeah, it seems it seemed like a
1: they're trying to respect his culture. Yeah, it or... seemed
2: respectful for the time. Like I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. So then we meet Momo, uh, who Mrs. C says Mama. Yeah, <laughs> she's introducing herself. <laughs> but um, yeah. and that's uh, of course Nubu McCarthy, uh, who's coming in with her chaperone, uh, Terukazu. And I have a little bit of trivia about Terakazu. Uh, this is Richard Lee Sung. Uh, he likes people to call him Curly because of his bald head. Uh, <laughs> apparently, he was notorious for his bald head, his big smile, and his huge laugh. Uh, oh. According to his IMDb, he also called himself the sex symbol of Chinatown.
1: Whoa! Uh, uh, and he's
0: so tall. I have no idea. And I guess because of some print ads he modeled for, he's known in parts of Asia as Mr. Dumpling. Um, I didn't research any further about that. Uh, so that's all I've got on him. <laughs> but um, apparently he's like a really funny guy. Um, so uh, yeah, they go in and Arnold immediately is like, yeah, she hates me. And uh, yeah, they, they're wondering it's, it's the curse, but Arnold is worried that he's not successful enough. Um, oh yeah. He says, maybe I'll, they, they start talking about Clark Gable. He's like, Oh, maybe I'll grow a mustache. Oh, I already got a mustache.
2: Yeah, I laughed at that. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah. It's, it's fun. I, I I don't know. I, I really love seeing Pat Morita, you know, doing comedy, you know, mm. he does some funny stuff in the karate kid movies, but yeah, I don't know. This I, is, it's I, like so cheesy, but he it's I don't know. It, it, he's, he's so he's lovable. So-
2: He's so lively as Arnold. Like, he's Mm -hmm, super, super lively, and I kind of enjoy that. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm. Um, So back at Arnold's... uh, Arnold's, like, trying to talk to Momo about how successful it is, and he's like, the kids are crazy about me, which cues these teens walking by slowly, oh, yeah, we're crazy about (laughs) (laughs) him. And uh, she says he's so American and kind of runs out crying, so... Could it be the Fonz of the Rally curse? Who knows? Uh, of course so, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all about the Fonz. Yep. Yeah, I I do feel bad for Ron Howard, because uh, I think Ron was supposed to be the the star of the show. You <laughs> got hurtful? Ur- yeah, oh yeah. I think big time.
2: <laughs> he doesn't seem guy. to hold it against him, though. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't know. I haven't, haven't read too much about it, but... This is, like, the third season, and I'm like, man, he had to, like, be shuffled. He'd just constantly be the guy talking about Fawn stuff, uh, you know, sitting on the (laughs) sidelines where he was, like, the star of the show when it began.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, like, uh, he obviously didn't hold it against him because, I mean, uh, Henry Winkler came back and, like, arrested development. Like, they are obviously, like, you know, they're obviously
0: on good working terms, at least, so. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Maybe it was something where Henry Winkler was like, uh,
2: well, he didn't ask for it. It just happened.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's
2: just like, it's just like, again, just like Urkel. Urkel didn't ask, like, uh,
0: Jaleel (laughs) White
2: didn't ask for it, you know, like it just happened. I think his,
0: yeah, I think his actual, uh, direct quote was, did, did I do that? (laughs) No! (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) the wedding's off. Um, uh I guess Momo is worried she's too Japanese. She's gonna hold uh Arnold's career back, which I just could not formulate like how that works in my mind.
1: Um also wasn't sure if she like I know it's the 50s, so maybe it is uh correct, but she's like she just arrives in a kimono. She's always wearing a kimono. <laughs> yeah. Her yep. her handler is always in a kimono. Like I don't know if it's stereotypical or if like yeah. I, I know Japan like modernized like rapidly after world war two. And like, mm. I think it probably was more common to see people in kim- kimonos like in the forties and stuff, but,
2: but in the fifties, maybe not.
1: Well, it's just, you know, it's not that far from the forties.
2: Yeah.
0: But, yeah. And it's like, it's weird. Cause she has a chaperone. She doesn't like have her like her father or anything. There's just a guy, a big tough looking guy that's sent from Japan with her to, I don't know, keep an eye yeah. on things. Yeah. Uh, and so maybe that you know I almost can buy it as like perhaps if her parents are so strict to send her and in, in, in this arranged style uh, with the chaperone maybe it was a part of that to you know you have to dress proper you know you always have to dress mm. know, whatever in a kimono. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I noticed in the opening credits the words sit on it were scrawled on a wall. And that kind of shocked me. I was like, I know what the it is that is implied when you tell somebody to sit on
1: yeah, like we it. Yeah, we were asking each other that, Mel and I. <laughs> yeah, we like, were
2: like wondering what it means.
1: I, like best case scenario, it's his thumb. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I don't know. Uh, but uh, I, I guess this must be like one of Fonz's cash phrases. Or, it it or, is. You've like, never heard that? No, no.
1: Oh, Fonz is... I don't, uh, I don't remember it from my... I mean, that's I the stereotypical that Fonz line,
0: is... A, hey, sit, sit on, on it. it. Oh, jeez, <laughs> I, I just thought it was A. <laughs> maybe on all the shirts i'd see kids wearing that would say it wouldn't say a sit on it
2: (laughs) how come you don't know this and you used to watch the show and we've never watched
0: the show and we know about this (laughs) i don't know i don't know
1: i that's why it's so i was like nine (laughs) that's why it's so shocking when the mother like flips it on him and says tell him to sit on hey
2: i enjoyed how like the parents were like kind of kept having these sexual innuendos, like oh we used to take a bath together and like all this stuff. I was like, Whoa,
0: I love the Cunninghams. Uh, When uh, my friend and I, uh, Steph, we were doing our podcast. We don't want to wait. We covered the Gilmore girls in uh, throughout the the entire series. We binged it and talked about it. Um, And Marion Ross shows up as this uh, grandmother uh in that show a few times and she is such like a total prude and I was like where's warm Mrs. C I like love her and then she like came back after the mom died as like an identical looking aunt and she was much more warmer as that character.
2: Oh nice
0: <laughs> but it was very jarring <laughs> to see her as this like real mean, you know, uppity person. Wow. Uh so yeah Arnold explains to Momo he thinks America's nice but he likes uh, oriental culture he wants that kind of wife and babies and um, his words um and then uh you know it's a, it's just a nice sweet uh speech to momo and everybody just who's witnessing it starts blushing even the Fonz. um but then the finds out Fonz finds out he's got to wear a dress
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i feel like uh, i feel like it would have been so easy to just correct them on this but he didn't want to listen. <laughs> yeah. I guess they did try. They did say it's not a dress, but oh no, <laughs> He says he doesn't want to wear anything
0: that doesn't have a fly. <laughs> um, so our wedding gets started at Arnold's and um, Arnold says it's, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a little bit American as well. Um, yeah, Mr. C... Ask Arnold, it's like, you got the jitters? And Arnold's like, oh, no, we took the blood test. We're fine. (laughs) I wonder what
1: disease he thought he was asking. Like a venereal
2: (laughs) disease or something?
1: (laughs) You know, the one where your your genitals just jitter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: um, Arnold's worried about impressing Aunt Sumi. Um, Aunt Sumi, by the way, uh, is played by Kimiko. Uh, Ooh, oh, there's another. (laughs) Kimiko? Kimiko... Hero Sheesh. Um, and I just want to mention her because she played the grandmother in the Martin Cove movie Steel Justice, which uh, maybe oh. we'll <laughs> um yeah, there's a lot of there's a bowing joke where Howard bows and he cracks his back. That uh, made me laugh.
2: <laughs> Matt loves a good sound effect.
0: Yeah. Uh Patsy wrote a song. That was for, the most racist thing in this. Yeah,
2: I thought
0: so, too. <laughs> so glad that Aunt me ripped up those lyrics. <laughs> yes. Uh, Arnold uh, is tired of waiting, so Patsy goes to run to get his bathrobe. Or no, Ralph runs to get his bathrobe. But Fonz walks in, and it really looks like he's wearing a bathrobe. I don't know what kind of kimono
1: that is, uh, but it seems to be just I think oh, it well. might be an actual kimono, just like the outer <laughs> layer, and it's not done right either. It's like it's so it looks weird. But. He's wearing it over his leather jacket. Yeah.
0: Um, it looks like clan summer wear. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I was <laughs> going to say. <laughs> A little weird. Um, so Momo, the wedding begins. Momo is united by Terakazu. And, and you can see that big smile finally come out of uh, this guy he's famous for. Um, and then Fonz has to read this greeting and then read it again in Japanese, which he sounds out as I, what,
1: you give me a lot of criticism. How did you think Fonzi did uh, in the, the Japanese? He got the pronunciations correct, like for the sounds themselves. But mm. he like he over he over pronounced a lot of things.
2: Yeah, but I was really impressed for someone that was like, uh, like, I don't speak Japanese. Like mm. he was he did a good job. If that
1: was his first time looking at those sounds. Mm-hmm. Then I'd be very impressed because yeah, there's no one, there's no way the average American looks at like a T and an E and doesn't say, uh, or doesn't say T instead of T.
2: Yeah, like he
1: said you know he said it he pronounced it T and yeah. it's any normal American who read that would be like T. Mm, so
0: right.
1: like so he did it correctly, but there's a lot of over pronunciations of things. But yeah, really good for. <laughs> Especially if he's never read Japanese before, Or if he knows zero about Japanese. Mm.
0: <laughs> um, and I gotta say, I got a little bit of uh, karate kid two shivers when they uh, part of their marriage ceremony was a, was a tea ceremony. Uh, yeah, so I was really happy to see that. And uh, I mean, we didn't say much about this is Noma McCarthy Day. We didn't say too much about her performance, but um, I, I I don't know. I I, I really liked her, um, and it's I think. Uh, there's um, uh it's no surprise that Pat Morita must have called in a favor to say like oh I know exactly who can play Um, uh, you know and it's like almost ten years later when this happens yeah. so
1: maybe they had a little fling after this yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know his I don't know
1: their marital status I <laughs> uh, no idea
0: um, so yeah oh yeah we got the classic uh American uh going straight for the uh stereotype joke and then getting corrected by something funny. The uh oh for our honeymoon we're gonna visit, visit relatives. Tokyo? No Miami Beach. <laughs> yeah
2: I love that uh
0: yeah oh that was uh that was Joni by the way who <laughs> I swear I wondered I was thinking I'm like what is life like being uh that character on this show just the the little sister that just every once in a while says something
1: you know it seems like she's like a ghost it. or something like people yeah. don't respond to her <laughs> mm, yeah i thought that was weird yeah. she's like yeah
2: and i was like she's really like she's really cute like i don't know why she's yeah. not more part of this show
0: Maybe maybe there's episode you know, maybe the the ball gets handed around. I mean, like, you know, five for the Fonz and then one for Joni, one for Richie, one for Ponzi, one for Ralph. <laughs> mm-hmm. Five more for the Fonz, you know, the way the episode uh gets centered around. this kind of ends with uh you know, Mrs. C apologizing and, and kisses him on the che- kisses Fonz on the cheek and uh Fonz says something about like how is that how you guys make up and Howard's like, oh, we make up differently. <laughs> yeah. mm. It's very sex positive, uh, 50s era. Yes, <laughs> TV I like show that. Made in the seventies.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you didn't watch it at the time, like people later they might be mistaken by thinking it actually aired in the fifties, because it does look <laughs> yeah. it looks like it could have. Yeah. But it it's yeah. not written that way. <laughs>
0: I, and I was also surprised I mean we uhtarot hits the uh, jukebox at the end, and it's another like slow fifty song and I was surprised at the uh uh the music rights budget for this show because it's uh, like every one of these songs that I, you'd hear in the background, especially at Arnold's, like yeah, I was like, oh, I know that song, I know that song uh, hmm. I mean they're all famous songs, but um you know maybe it's different uh depending on where you're streaming it from. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. Fonz uh, scopes out a Japanese hottie. And this is I do remember this. Uh, Fonz gets a jukebox going by hitting it. And he also can snap his fingers at a girl and she'll just come his way. And uh, I thought that was weird. That's that's <laughs> something that always happens, is it? That's a Fonz thing. I do remember that. He'd be like he'd just snap his fingers and a girl would be like, oh, he's interested in me.
2: <laughs> uh, I don't see it. I don't see it. I was like, why, why is that girl like into it? And then he, she's like, and then he kisses her. And I'm like, ah, what is happening? (laughs) Why is that so like, like you don't even know this man and you're letting him kiss you. It's
0: weird. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's really funny. Uh, I probably didn't see much uh, Henry Winkler performances between Happy Days and Arrested Development. So it was kind of jarring when he shows up. In that show, and how very uncool his character is in that show.
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I feel like he's been in other stuff, so I just can't remember what else I've seen him in, but I know I've seen him in other stuff.
0: I know he's in this movie uh, Night Shift uh, with Michael Keaton in in the 80s, and that's really, I can't remember. We're going to get slammed, I'm sure. The Wakeler heads are going to come out and tell just us. Just arrested the development. That's the only. No, I, I know I've
2: seen him. seen him in something else, but I just can't remember what else that was. <laughs>
0: um. So yeah, strangely, this is also this episode is Pat Morita's last regular episode of Happy is, What do you mean regular episode? Like he comes back. Uh, like and do they he pretend he's an eight eight older? Like that? <laughs> no. Uh. Uh. Arnold. Uh. He yeah, the the place is still called Arnold's. By the way, I fired up the next episode just because I was like, how did they, you know, the I mean, he's like, we're married. You know, he they get married. He proves he's a successful businessman. And it's not like he's like, oh, I'm going to move. I, I was expecting the episode to be like, yeah, and I'm going to move back to Japan with my wife or something like that. Mm. Uh, he's not even he's he's mentioned like in passing and is not in an, an explaining way. Uh, in the next episode, they just kind of refer to him. And, but the place is still called Arnold's. It's managed. This, the, the, the new guy is called Al. And uh, he's like this big, uh, you know, Italian guy. Um, and I I remember a lot more than I do Arnold because he was in a majority of the series. Yeah. Um, they do have a sign in the exterior shot as they establish Arnold's in the, the fourth season premiere. And it says under new management. And if there's any mention of what happened, uh, I didn't catch it. <laughs> I also read this other bit of trivia that, um, uh, in season 10, Al gets married and then he leaves the show yeah. <laughs> and then Pat Morita rejoins the cast.
1: <laughs> Whoa,
0: that's crazy. So I guess it's the Fonzarelli curse, I'm assuming, that, uh you know <laughs> takes these people off the show but really pat was leaving cuz he got a uh, he got the star in the first primetime of Asian American sitcom called uh Mr. T and Tina uh not that Mr. T um but it was a <laughs> it was a spin-off of Welcome Back Cotter. uh they put it on Saturday nights and it got canceled after 5 episodes so oh i assume That's sad. either pat didn't get offered his job back or didn't ask for it back i'm not sure how that went but
2: so did you know that henry winkler was in uh a lo- he was in a lot of adam sandler movies
0: so oh I- yes that's right but
2: that's he was cool, also right? in uh 2016's donald trump's the art of the deal the movie oh
1: boy. i didn't sure know that
2: was a parody. thing i did not know that was a thing
0: i'm sure it was a parody uh, Doesn't, like, I, Rob Lowe play Donald Trump or something like that?
2: I have no idea, but that's very funny. And he does a lot of cartoon voices. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: which... Uh, yeah, I he was in Adam Sandler. But I, I, that's probably where I first was like, oh, man, he got old. <laughs> <laughs> he was, like, in uh, The Water Boy, I think. Uh,
2: yeah, he was, yeah. But, yeah, he's been in a lot of animated series, like, just doing voices and stuff. <laughs> which is kind of fun.
0: Well, this was a long one. Do you guys want to, you got anything else you want to say about Batman or happy days before we get no. out of here? No. All right. Well, sit it was, on uh, it. It was, it
1: uh, was fun. revisiting. Yeah,
0: yeah. Sit on it, Robin.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure. I will. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, it was fun revisiting. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to sit on it. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll see you back here on Friday for Tamlin to me today, where we're going to be talking about her quantum leap episode. Temptation eyes. Uh, And that'll be happening same bat time, same. No, that's Batman. Uh, Hey, we'll see you back here on Friday. Uh, Shane and her backup. Good, good. And until next time.
2: Holy finishing touches, Batman.